Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hi, and yeah, dad. I'm, I'm your Hi. co-host, Hi. pastor, and dad. Hi. Do you like how Lucy says hello now? Has she? Uh, uh, she says it like a, a little French maid. She goes hello. No, I don't yes. think I've heard I, like, that. Every morning, I like come in and she'll be like hello. Okay, I, I need to hear that. <laughs> yeah, when she gets up right now. Mom and I, especially that. like please. Oh yes, please. And, and so now if mom ever wants something and and I don't want to do it, she's like. Joe and I do the same thing to yeah. each other. Yeah, it's pretty cute. And and uh, Grandpa, so interestingly enough, today, you know, as you heard, when you guys first walked around the hallway, she saw me to a mumpa. Yeah. But she sometimes changes a little I bit. I like It almost sounded like bumpa or maybe even grandpa one time. It, it has evolved a bit. It and, and I do try to reinforce, you know, like grandpa and grandma. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I think she'll get the hang well, of it soon. Uh, so is the issue with G's? Because she doesn't say grandma, like I'm, I'm mumpa. Uh, yeah, Mum is mama. Yeah, and you're uh, somebody's. I'm, I'm mum. Yeah, mummy. Uh, somebody said to me, "Well, what did she call Jaquel?" And I said, "Mum." <laughs> you yeah. know, so mum and dada. She, oh man. Yes. Oh, Joe's <laughs> trying to get her to to call him dad. Oh and really? She, like she says dad, and she'll say daddy too. Yeah. But primarily. She calls him Dada. Man, her and I were looking at some pictures today and yeah. some videos, and every time she's Dada, Dada, yes. Dada. I'm yeah, like, yes, there's Dada. Slightly offensive, I have to say, because we have a nice wedding picture of me and Joe in our living room, and she oh. loves to go over to it and goes, Dada, Dada. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and who else is in that picture? She's like, Dada. I'm like, who else? And then finally, she's like, Mom. Oh, yes. dear. That kid is too cute, I tell you. She's a nice child. Too I like her. Nice. She's an <laughs> incredible child. She is the best child on the planet on the uh, on the outside of the wow world. yeah i'm already, already taking have favorites. grandparent favoritism I mean, going although, on here you know at this stage in the game <laughs> well at this stage in the game the baby definitely doesn't care no but, no the uh, baby doesn't care so there you go and uh, and uh i know you're not going to say it on air but ha- have you had any success when it comes to the name no I know that you were decided and then you became undecided you know you are just a few weeks away it's true perhaps by the time this episode drops you could even have had the baby well that's a crazy thought but that's true yes um still no no. I'm still I'm still having some angst I've talked to a talked to a few people a few people like who people (sighs) well other people that are having babies have you spoken to other people about possible names that you haven't spoken with your father your co-host pastor and dad about yes i have actually okay now i am (laughs) only one only one that you know my one other name well you know the two names that i was thinking of i only know one name no you don't i did tell you about another one and we talked anyways i'll talk about it off air okay but there is there is one other name that i was was now a wild card anyways the reason i talked to these other two people is because they're both, always comes in at they're the end. both pregnant and one for sure is having a girl okay but but i am your father well it's true so that but, trumps being pregnant i can't be pregnant you don't so it's understand. not fair the reason i talk to them specifically is because <laughs> i want to know what they're naming their okay enough, their enough talking about your baby oh, never baby mind your names. baby more importantly how did you enjoy your meatball sub today it was amazing yeah, and those were just frozen meatballs. Wow, See? it was so good. But it was mm. your it was your secret sauce. Your I know special homemade sauce. Well, do you remember at home? Maybe you don't remember, but Mom used to buy this stuff, and it was called meatball starter sauce. Uh, kind of. That yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, it was called meatball starter. And sauce. It was sweet. It right? was delicious. Yeah. it was like it was. It wasn't quite a barbecue sauce. It was mm. like a sweet and savory sauce. So I just thought. 
I can do that. <laughs> and I did it, man. I made a killer wow. sauce. Uh, Mom found it a bit tart at first, but I think it was because maybe she had too much sauce okay. because we had meatballs and rice to start with. Okay. And, yeah, know, no, I didn't find that at all. But like I, as you know, since you made my sandwich, yeah, you put jalapenos huh. on it. So I think like that heat huh. just really contrasted with the sauce for me. So it just came and then out the creamy sweet. matzo cheese. Oh yeah, that was delish. <sighs> Yeah, I, so I, I mean, I just made meatballs and rice so that I could have leftover meatballs. For, hey, I had a meatball sandwich where I toasted the bread and oh, this big yeah. meatballs and then a meatball sub. And Lucy loves meatballs. So yeah. So did you know this beforehand? That she loved meatballs? Yeah. Yep. Oh, you guys have had meatballs. Oh, yeah. I hear she's quite into the chicken nuggets also. Oh, yes. She, she likes the nugs? She loves the nugs. She I've yet to hear of a, a child who does not. Mm. So, like, what's her favorite food? Do you think it's the nugs? I, no, I think it's pizza. Oh, pizza. She really? loves pizza. She would eat so much pizza. That's my granddaughter. How, how can you not love pizza? That's I don't what know. I have Ask to know. your son. I know. I mean, he eats pizza. He just doesn't love pizza. I know. I mean, there's two. Okay, there's two foods in this life. That you cannot go through life without just loving. Yeah. One of them is pizza. Mm-hmm. And the other one is? A hamburger. Bacon. <sighs> Jaquel, you're killing me. <laughs> I don't know. Pizza steak. and tacos. Oh, tacos. I mean, obviously okay. hamburger. That That's just a given. Steaks, well, bacon. I mean, come on. The Norwegians, on. they understand just, that. They just, love the tacos. When it comes to meals... It, it, it's it's pizza and tacos. Okay, you just yeah. you just can't go through life without pizza and tacos. Yeah, I don't disagree at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you hear me? I hear you. Uh, right. Another another classic. That's what we had for supper last night. Is oh. breakfast. We had breakfast for dinner. See, here's a, here's my question for you, Jekyll. Seeing as we're, we're getting into this, <laughs> we're getting I mean, into it. We're getting into it here. Why does food that you normally eat in the morning taste better when you eat it? Or let let me say this: taste different when you eat it at night. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's just like our mental associations and just messing with our heads. It's I don't crazy. know. It's, it's crazy. It because crazy experience. Breakfast is like one of the greatest foods of all time. It is. I served it at my wedding. It's so right, great. Right. But when you eat it for dinner, it's just almost like it's different. Like you don't want to say it's better because I mean, how can breakfast get better? Yeah. But it's just breakfast for dinner. is just it's a great experience, man. And my husband did a great job. Oh, uh, oh I want to hear about this. Yeah. Well, so he actually <laughs> a bit of a short order cook here because yeah. he made two batches of bacon in the yeah. frying pan because he and I yeah. disagree on our levels of crispy. Because he destroys bacon because he has this <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible thought that bacon should not be crispy. I almost well, I almost thought you shouldn't have married him because of it. Well, you know, last night he was acknowledging he does. He, he does like crispy bacon, but there has to still be a good chew to it. I'm like, oh, no, I just, I want all crispy. Uh, so he, yes, he made the two batches crispy. of bacon yeah. and then uh, there was quite a bit of bacon grease in the pan. And then he made oh. our hash browns. <laughs> um, and I don't yeah. know if you See, put Walmart. That's why you should have married him. Okay. Walmart just has these cute yeah. hash browns. Yeah, that I have some in my freezer. They, they're pretty good yeah. if you can... If you can get a good crisp, good crisp, on good them. crunch. For sure. So he also did two batches of the hash browns, one for him and Lucy that Uh-oh. was like a little like they were still some of them were were quite crispy, but they for the most part were a little more pillowy. Okay. You would say right from the outside. Sure. But then he made mine made some crispy super ones for crispy, and they were so good. Wow. Are those the ones that are a little bit bigger than the? Yeah, yeah, yeah I have some. Uh, so Okay, so you so you, had, you just had the bacon and eggs, fried eggs, I presume. Well, oh, I did not have any eggs because oh, well, I weren't feeling the eggs. Yeah, with this pregnancy, I've been very on and off about eggs. Well, that's sad. Yeah, I it, it is sad too because that's like the healthiest part of breakfast. Wow. And but, now here's yeah. another important question, Lucy. Did Lucy have eggs? So Lucy's a little bit weird about eggs lately. She that it just kind of depends how they're cooked. She loves them in a wrap. 
Oh. Like Joe will make her a breakfast wrap and oh, she'll happily eat them. She sits there gnawing on yeah. a brick. Oh my goodness, that's cute. Um, I gotta see that. And if you put cheese or ketchup on them, then oh, she sure. is suddenly interested. Right. Sure. But yeah, even just a fried egg or scrambled eggs <sighs> just on its own. She's not a huge fan. All right. Well, that that's good. I, I was going to share with you uh, my, my, my uh, breakfast or dinner experience recently, but yeah. People can wait for that. They can, you know, send us an email. We'll <laughs> oh, tell them all about okay. it. I mean, we're getting we're getting along. Wow. We're we're getting along. We're at eight minutes. You know, we've been talking eight food minutes. for a while. Wow, time just flies. When let you're me just say food. let me just say French toast and bacon. Oh. Mm-hmm. What more is there to say? So what are we talking about today, Jill? Dad, it is a momentous day. No. A momentous occasion. Uh, because it's raining outside, you mean? <laughs> yes, that is exactly because you get your, what I'm referring uh, to. Uh, because because you and I are here together enjoying time. Recording episodes? All of these reasons, 100% yes. Because but, of your meatball sub? Is well, it your meatball sub? I mean, that was, that was really momentous. at the top. Yeah. Um, but also oh, because okay. we are finally <laughs> finishing <laughs> up our series on <laughs> Calvinism today. I mean, what? If we stopped If we stopped now, everybody would walk around going, Thule. Exactly. Thule, those Calvinists, they're all about Thule. No, yep. we're all about Tulip. Yes. And the P sometimes just, you know, it doesn't it doesn't get the attention no. and the affection it deserves. No. We're going to bring that back today. I don't know. It's uh, I, I wonder why that is. Well, I, I'm I just know, I'm just I'm, I'm just thinking about it right now. Like you're absolutely right. This is the one, you know, it, it limited atonement gets all the attention. Yeah. You know, and, and, and then after that, maybe unconditional election. Uh, I mean, the and then one, after that, irresistible case, and then total depravity. But as we'll get into, there is there's a bit less disagreement or conflict maybe, maybe. around this topic. It's a little less flashy. Mm. Um, flashy. I don't know. I don't know. But it's pretty gonna, flashy if you ask me. But we're going to get into it today because it is a good doctrine. Uh, and it is uh, the perseverance of the saints. Okay, so let's talk Let's talk terminology. Yeah. Um, we, we brought this up uh, last week. Uh, I want to find something here. Okay, find um, something. Let's see. Acronyms for hmm, Calvinism? Probably. I wanted I no to, I wanted to bring up, up so. I wanted to bring up uh, all the other acronyms and and see what other people like to call the P. But yes. I don't know if I can find. Well, them. I can tell you what R.C. Sproul likes to call it. Okay. What is uh, well? And what about roses? Uh, I, what, I don't. Rem- I don't remember what the roses ones stand for. Okay. Well, you you tell me what. Well, R.C. Sproul likes to call oh, it, it the preservation of the saints. Oh, the preservation of the saints, right? He wants to keep the focus on God. Exactly. Sure, and, and that that that's that's fair. <laughs> I fault him for that uh, entirely. No, that's How that's fair. He? Okay, let's see. I found I found that article here. Uh, let's see. Okay, there it is. So, um roses. The S is uh No, that can't be. It. So, right. Oh, oh. in a different order. Radical depravity, overcoming grace, that would be irresistible grace. Mm-hmm. Sovereign election, that would be unconditional election. Oh, eternal life. Okay. Eternal life. Eternal life. I mean, what? some people refer to this as eternal security. Eternal life? That uh, See, to me, it's almost like you just... See, he doesn't want to go with eternal security because most Calvinists don't really like that because yeah. that's what... Arminians call it. Um, okay, see, let, what, let's see what else we got. Here's the other one. I mentioned this uh, on last week's episode. It's Roger Nickel. I don't even know who Roger Nickel is. Prefers the acronym Gospel, which makes six points. So the first point is Grace. Okay, all <laughs> which right. all of them are Grace. And then you oh. got then you got obligatory Grace, sovereign Grace, provision provision making Grace, effectual Grace, and here it is, lasting Grace. Hmm. 
See, okay. I mean, he had to add the G. Right. Just, he had to Grace. add Grace to get that. Uh, and then one one more we've got. So, so, so far, what have we got? We've got eternal life. Blech. You know, obviously we have eternal life. Absolutely. I don't think that really captures perseverance of the saints. Yeah. Um, but let's see what else. Then yeah. we've got, then we've got um, lasting grace. Lasting grace. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We've got preservation I, I, of the saints. I'm okay with that. That's a, a focus on God again. Then there's um, uh, uh, James Boyce, uh, who takes no concern of an acronym. Yeah. And that. he goes, uh, radical, although I like the acronym anyway, radical depravity, uh, unconditional election, particular redemption, efficacious grace, and persevering grace okay so he's gonna be with grace. he's gonna be with us bro but uh, but i like it that's a uh, rup okay then i think that's what we should have forget about tulip quite the ring to it yep <laughs> anyway Just rolls off your tongue anyway uh, we're gonna argue i think for perseverance of the saint sure i actually have no problem with perseverance i actually like actually i like it Wow. I like it, Jaquil. Well, as I mentioned to you a little bit uh, off air, Dad, I yeah. think that's entirely reasonable since that is a term that we see in the scripture sure. itself. Yeah, uh, yeah. The book of Revelation talks yeah. many times about the perseverance of the saints. Okay, so perseverance of the saints. Basically, uh, let me let me just be a little bit controversial. Okay. <laughs> and by the way, uh, I have to give a humble apology. I don't know when you were on uh, when you were on uh, Instagram lately. Oh, I did but see I it right did. before I, I, I went and I couldn't be you slant. I can't believe you slant, didn't slam me for that. I spelled controversial wrong. I don't know. I, I do that first thing in the morning. I was tired anyway. For um, shame. So so basically, perseverance of the saints is that once you're saved, you're gonna stay saved. Yeah. Like that. Now I say that's a little controversial because that really doesn't focus on what we're talking about when we say perseverance mm-hmm. of the saints. But that's essentially what we're talking about. Yeah. For the layperson out there when we talk about perseverance of the saints we're saying that once you are saved you are gonna stay saved yeah now 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 let's let's get into some uh we'll get into some quotes we'll talk about some verses and and i think it will come out why i'm a big fan of this term uh perseverance of the saints rather than preservation uh of the saints uh or uh per- oh no you know you like preservation of the saints yeah i like preservation of the saints but i'm just looking oh no uh, persevering perseverance perseverance see i mix that up perseverance of the states i like that but actually i just looked and actually i gotta say i think i like boys what did you say that sproul calls it preservation of the saints okay but but sproul or i mean sorry boys is persevering grace so So that that focuses on both mm -hmm. i think that could be the best wow good job because perseverance of the saints points to to the work of the saint in it but doesn't, you know, I mean, preservation of the saints points to God's work in anyway. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking this through on air. Wow. Just I think persevering grace. Air. But if we go with persevering grace, we still stick with Tulip. Exactly. We keep Boom. that peak. Okay. So let, let, let's get into this. Let's, uh, let's, let's hit up some Augustine maybe. Yes. Okay. okay. So I found a great Augustine quote that I really liked uh, to describe this. So it's, he says, thus as God worketh that we come to him. Yeah. So he worketh that we do not depart. And, and that captures yeah, everything we've really talked does. about in this series so far, right? That, you know, we, we are totally depraved. We cannot save ourselves. Uh, the Father unconditionally elects us through through limited atonement. Uh, the Son accomplishes our redemption on the cross. The, the Spirit irresistibly draws us with His grace and regenerates us. And right. all that God has done, yeah. God is not going to undo. Why is He going to do all that? And then He's going to be like, eh. You know, you you missed it, buddy. Exactly. That, that, that's just crazy. So then we got John Calvin. Of course, we always, I don't know if every episode we've quoted Calvin. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. 
but we try. You know, we we uh, we're big fans of uh, John Calvin, and uh, and John Calvin uh, quoting uh, or speaking on First John three nine, which says, "No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, uh, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he's been born of God." That's that's a good verse on uh, on perseverance of the saints. But he says John not only shoes, shoes, shoes like sneakers, yep. like basketball shoes. Yeah. No. Uh, for, for our <laughs> listeners, we're not looking at our notes. That's S H E W S. I'm right. sorry, Chikel, I'm a dad. I'm a da- I am your dad. Oh, so don't I know if it. the dad joke comes up, I got to take it. John not only shoes how eff- efficaciously God works once in man but plainly declares that the Spirit continues His grace in us to the last. Ooh, that could be another one, continual grace. Yep. Maybe we'll come up with another acronym <laughs> anyway. Sorry. That's what the world needs. Um, so that inflexible perseverance is added to newness of life. Well, uh, there you go, inflexible perseverance. I, well, yeah, but I like that he says inflexible perseverance is added to newness of life. Mm. So so God, God grants you life, and now you have inflexible perseverance. Right. Now, uh, okay, so 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 there there you got it. Basically, if if God saves a person, that saint is going to persevere until the end. Yes, they, they mean, cannot pers- lose their salvation. No, per- but but the phrase perseverance uh, of the saints, though it is God who keeps the person, focuses on the fact that if God saves you, you will persevere mm. because of God's grace. Right, right. You don't persevere because you're really great. Mm. You know, furthermore, just as Jaquel mentioned, God did everything to bring you to that place, yeah. right? He is so so. If He chose you and He sent His Son to die for you and He irresistibly regenerates you, then He is the one who is going to keep you. But that means you will persevere mm-hmm. until the end. Yeah. Now, uh, what does the Arminian have to say? Uh, well, our favorite Arminian that we have been quoting throughout this series, Roger Roger Olson, uh, says. Well, it depends, Mm, quite frankly. He doesn't quite say too much or very much at all. No. So uh, in, I had to go looking for this because, because this is, well, you know, as we'll say the quote, he, he doesn't talk a a large amount of the, about this in his books, uh, especially when he's addressing Calvinism. But uh, in an interview, this is what Olson said. There is no one Arminian view of the perseverance of the saints. Arminius himself never came to a definite conclusion about that subject. You can be an Arminian and hold to eternal security. Okay, hold up here. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Eternal security, I don't like it. I don't like it. Why not? Well, okay, so so, so most, uh, no, I don't know. I can't speak for all Calvinists. I no, can't do that. Can't. I can't do that. I mean, I could. I don't even know if you're speaking for me right now. I, I could, but that would be really dumb. So um, uh, what I'm going to say is I think one reason that we don't like the term eternal security is because it's the term that Arminians use. And Which I don't think is a real great reason. I don't either. <laughs> but but in one respect, we do want to distinguish ourselves uh, in some cases. But I agree. That's not a great reason. The reason I don't like it is because it seems to leave room for this idea. Now... Uh, it's tough because it does focus on God mm-hmm. that you're eternally secure in God. It, it, you know, it makes me think of uh, 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 what is it, wh- where is it in John's Gospel talks about. You know, uh, once you're in uh, God's hand, no one can get you out. Oh yeah. A- anyway, the, the the idea is that you know, like God saves you, you're in His hand, and uh, you, you know, secure. let's see somebody try to open your hand. It reminds me of like when your dad's got a quarter in his hand, and he says, "You can have it if you can open my hand," and you can't open his hand, right? Because you're just a dumb little kid. Okay. But but you know, it's it's kind of like. Once you're in there, you're eternally secure. Okay, I like that. 
the problem is, is that, and, and I don't know this for sure. Again, I would love to hear from our, I would like to hear from an Arminian on this. Okay. Because it seems to me that, that they're trying to take the emphasis off of perseverance. Like what's the problem with calling it perseverance? Well, I think the problem is that sometimes Arminians have this idea uh, that is demonstrated by this phrase. You may have heard somebody say this. I've heard somebody say, people say this more times than I wish I had heard where, where they say, Oh, my, my loved one, my friend, you know, my, my, whatever, uh, they've confessed Jesus as savior, but not as Lord. Okay. And, yeah. and, and so the, the idea is just that, well, it doesn't matter what you do. You know, that if you've prayed the prayer, you've walked the aisle, mm-hmm. then you're eternally secure. And so uh, I, I like, I, I'm not crazy about it, though I have no problem theoretically, technically with it. Yeah. You know, you're right. You, you, we are eternally secure, um, but we must still persevere. But we will persevere because, for example, let's consider Philippians 1 verse 6. It says, he who has begun a good work in you will perfect it to the end mm. i mean god finishes what he starts yeah and you know as you mentioned before if he chose us he atoned for our sins he regenerated he will surely keep us in fact he must keep us yeah right he, 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 because as i mentioned there on sunday he is bound by his word mm. and so if he makes a promise then then he must keep that promise yeah and that's why i think my personal favorite is probably sproul's preservation of the saints because it like that just captures that like god is doing that preserving work of the people that he has saved for his glory no i'm still sticking with boys boys is my man now persevering grace i i dig it i dig it okay well let's uh let's keep going to romans 8 30 which is a verse we have definitely quoted before uh because it you know, it talks about salvation and the process of salvation and how it works. Um, so Paul in Romans 8 verse 30 says, Those whom he, God, predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Yeah, yeah. So, and no, I mean, you got to wonder, though. It says he glorified them. Yeah. Past tense. tense. Now, uh, you, you know, most uh, most commentators, uh, most theologians, the ones that I've I've read, believe that the reason that Paul puts glorification in the past tense is because he wants his reader to know how certain it is. Mm. Like you, you can speak of it as as already done because it is it is done. It's determined. It's amazing. First um, Thessalonians five twenty three uh, and twenty four, I think, is an important one. Uh, it says, "May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will." surely do it now if that doesn't elicit a few amens in the crowd i don't know what will but the the thing i like about that one is that it talks about the fact that he will do it mm-hmm. you know there there's that uh, you know for sprawl there's there's that pre- press preserving yeah I, I keep wanting to say perse- persevering uh the preserving <laughs> um but then it talks about god sanctifying us now yeah. what i think is interesting with that is is when it comes to sanctification um, how many times, Jaquel, have you heard me from the pulpit talk about that? Clearly, God is the one who sanctifies, but we have to do something right. if we want to be sanctified. We yeah. need to pursue holiness. Mm. We need to persevere yeah. in the faith uh, and, and seek that san- sanctification, knowing that God will sanctify us. In fact, he will sanctify us completely. Mm. Yeah, so. to the end. And I love that verse, too, because it con- it connects that our, our own perseverance 
his preservation of us, however, you know, whatever angle, to God's own faithfulness and his character. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I think, I think just to be, just be clear, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll maybe address one more question, but, but just be clear, the, the issue of perseverance or preservation or whatever you want to call it is that God will finish what he started. But what that means then is that we will persevere. If God is the one who will continue to work in us to bring to a completion what he has started, then we will persevere, which again, I like because it focuses on our need to pursue holiness, yeah. to, 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 to run hard after sanctification, to seek to be more Christ. Like now, Jigel, we have to address one question mm-hmm. uh, before we go, uh, because uh, oftentimes people will say, well, hold on a minute here. You know, I know people who were Christians. Yeah. Like I saw them sing the songs in Sunday school. I saw them memorize Bible verses. Maybe they became deacons or elders mm. in the church. And now, you know, everybody's deconstructing their faith yeah. and they're leaving. And, and what do we say about those? Because that's pretty like we don't want to, you know, joke around about something like that. That's pretty hard stuff. It is. Um, and, and uh, you know, we, we most all have dealt with this. We most all have a loved one that, that, that we've seen this happen with. Um, and what is the reality that we have to consider when it comes to somebody who supposedly did not persevere? Yeah, well, that reality is addressed for us in Scripture, uh, most explicitly in 1 John 2.19, yeah. which says, They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But if they went out, but they went out, that it might become plain that they all are not of us. Yeah. Now, when it comes to our loved ones, we we do need to recognize, like, we don't know if for certain they're of us or not of us, even if they've gone out from us, because it could just be that they're, you know, going through this period of rebellion. It could be that they've gone out from us and they're not of us, but then one day they actually will be of us, right? We don't want you to look at this and say, oh, if somebody was in the church and they left, that's it, they're done. You know, I don't have to pray for them. I don't have to share Mm. the gospel with them. No, don't think that one bit whatsoever. But the the fact of the matter is, 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 is that if somebody... Uh, professes to be a Christian and is part of the church and then they go out uh, you know either they're disciplined out or they just go away on their own uh, of their own free will uh, Armenians going yeah free will uh, but, you know they, they go out whatever um, you know we have to assume that they were not a Christian in the first place mm-hmm. That that's kind of the thing so uh, because I mean we've already focused on the scriptures that talk about perseverance of the saints and, and basically if you're saying that somebody could be saved and then be unsaved, well, then you're saying that God didn't have the power to keep them saved. Right. That, that's kind of a problem. Yeah, uh, it is. And I mean, you know, all you have to do is look at Judas, right? Like you, sure. You, you, you wonder how, right. how can someone, right. you know, do all these things, say all these things? Well, <laughs> yeah. it's it's not about the things. It is about the work of God in your heart. And Judas could be, could, could walk with Jesus right. day in, day out. But he went out from us yeah. because he was not of us. Yeah, he clearly was not of us. And we see that, you know, to the very end. So, yep. yeah, that that's that's a good point. My, my point, I just want to say before, you know, we wrap this up is that, you know, for your for your loved one or friend who has, you know, was part of the church and how it's gone out. Don't 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 give up. No, their you, story you, is not over you, yet. You keep praying, you keep preaching, you keep showing the love of Jesus. Well, and I, I do think like this is a doctrine that does have a lot of practical application sure. for us. For for one right there, sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. we we have the. We have the reality of what God does in salvation. Right. Um, and so, you know, praying for those who have who have gone out and we yeah. don't we don't know. We don't know right. the condition of their hearts. But I think this should be mm. just like one of the most comforting doctrines to the saints. Um, you know, we've done a whole episode on assurance right. of salvation. You know, this is this is the the doctrine that says 
if God has saved you, mm-hmm. he will never, ever let you go, mm-hmm. no matter what you do. And I mentioned to you, Dad, that I'm I'm rereading Gentle and Lowly by Dane right. Ortland, And he says, you know, he he wants to call it instead of perseverance of the saints, it's perseverance of the heart of Christ. Right. Because this yeah. is about Christ's love for his people. And, you know, he, he will not lose one of his people that the Father has given him. Well, and, and again, that is why, I mean, we want to focus on God's work in salvation. Mm. Because, and you've heard me say this a number of times, if I could save myself, then I could unsave myself. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I, I don't want that, right? And so you're right. That really connects to assurance. I was actually thinking for an application on this one. Is this one really has an application um towards sanctification and the pursuit of holiness Mm. and so you know it's almost so as though if you can focus in on the fact that god is the one who has saved you and that god is going to keep you that sets you free to just pursue holiness because you're not thinking oh i've got to do this thing and i've got to do the other thing and i've got to read enough scripture and i've got to you know so that so that god will save me no no no. it's that god has saved you and he will keep you and and he will preserve you and so that encourages you and sets you free to just pursue that holiness with with vim and vigor right yeah it's true and yeah like when when you are feeling discouraged when you are feeling downcast in life this should be a doctrine that just speaks such life and joy to your heart you you are saved forever. You are the Lord's forever and nothing will change that. Yeah, well, I, I really hope, you know, we really hope that this uh, series on Calvinism, this, this series on Tulip has been helpful. Yeah. Um, we, we really hope that it was an encouragement to you, whether you are a Calvinist or an Arminianist. Arminian. Uh, uh, Arminian. Arminianist. <laughs> or, or an Arminian or, uh, or anywhere in between. Uh, whether you're a one-pointer, a three-pointer, five-pointer, a seven-pointer, you know, wherever you're on, uh, we hope this has been an encouragement. Um, you know, uh, hopefully it's uh, helped you think about the issues and and uh, um, you know has resulted in uh, hopefully the application I, re- I really hope that the application sections have been helpful yeah and like we've said in other episodes like we hope this draws your attention to God yeah and increases your worship and love of him yeah and and I mean that's where you know uh, I mean I know I mentioned earlier that we believe Arminians are inconsistent and, and I think that Arminians would say that they believe Calvinists are inconsistent For sure. and and maybe we are but I would rather be inconsistent in putting all the emphasis on God and salvation. <laughs> so anyway, I, I again, we, we love our Armenian brothers and sisters. And uh, and, and, and we hope that this uh, this uh, these episodes have been uh, an encouragement to everyone who's listened. So where can people find us? Again, we would love to hear from you. Uh, if, if you feel like we've represented you in a way that's not accurate. Uh, or, or just, you know, if you want to make a comment, you want to throw out a word of encouragement, uh, whatever you want to do. There's lots of places you can find us. Where are they? Okay, so you can find us at our website, ageofminority.com. You can also email us at Jaquel or Sean at ageofminority.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can also find us on Spotify where you can rate us and Apple iTunes where you can also rate us and write us a review. Absolutely. Well, again, uh, we hope these uh, series of episodes have been helpful, uh, especially this one here on Perseverance of the Saints. And we're going to conclude with 1 Corinthians 1, 8 and 9, which says, Christ will sustain you to the end guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom you are called into the fellowship of his Son.